Hi, welcome to the StoryWorth podcast. We're glad you're here. I'm your host, Krista Baum, co-founder of StoryWorth. On this podcast, we feature true stories written by StoryWorth writers. If you're new to StoryWorth, we help people write their life stories, the big stories and the small ones. Once a week, we send our writers a question to help inspire their writing. They reply to the email with an answer or story that comes to mind. At the end of the year, we print what they've written into a beautiful keepsake book. Every story written using StoryWorth is private, but for this podcast, the writers volunteered to share their stories publicly with you. Today, we're taking you back to prom night, 1968. Joan Maxwell had a handsome date, the perfect dress, dancing shoes, but on the big night, everything went wrong. We'll talk to Joan about what happened, but first enjoy her story read by Madison Lanasey. I went to the prom with Tony, who was my boyfriend Bob's best friend. I had been going with Bob for a couple of years. Bob was already in the Air Force and couldn't come home for my prom. The events of that day make me laugh now, but were pretty traumatic then. My sister had a beautiful dress that she wore to a wedding. I loved that dress, so I asked her if I could borrow it for my prom. On the day of the prom, I went to have my hair done at a salon I had never been to, and it was pretty far away. The stylist was running behind, and I was afraid I would be late getting home. On the way back, I got lost, and I was just driving around forever looking for a street I knew. When I finally found my way home, I walked into my grandmother's apartment through the back door at the same time my date walked in through the front door in his tuxedo. My mom and grandma were just standing there in the kitchen, crying. It was also too early for my mom to be home from work. I thought someone had died. My mom said that grandma had burnt a small hole in my prom dress while ironing it. She showed me the dress, and the hole was right in the center front, and it was as large as a medium-sized pancake. So then I started crying. Then they brought in the big guns. These two women had a plan. My Aunt Grace was hiding in the next room. She walks in and they tell me Aunt Grace has come to the rescue. She was a pretty amazing seamstress and the plan was she would take apart one of my mom's formal dresses and sew it back together to fit me. Seriously? My mom was at least 40 pounds and four dress sizes larger than me. They ignored my protests and before I knew it, Aunt Grace was taking the dress apart and pinning it on my body in record time. It took her only 30 minutes and the dress fit me perfectly. While all of this was happening, Tony was waiting upstairs with my dad. The corsage he bought me was not the right color for my new dress. My dad gives Tony $5 and sends him back to the florist to get a new one. My family worked like a well-oiled machine through this crisis. They stuffed my mom's matching shoes with tissues because they were too big for me. They handed me her matching purse. We took a few pictures at the house and off we went. We weren't even late for dinner reservations. And we had a wonderful time. We double dated with my friends Terry and Bruce. Later, I saw the pictures of me and Tony. My eyes are a little swollen in all of them from crying, but my hair looked fabulous. Mom, Grandma, and Aunt Grace really saved the day. Hey, Joan. Uh, Well, why don't you introduce yourself? Tell us where you are and where you're from. 
Uh, my name is Joe Maxwell, and I'm originally from New York, and I live in California now, in Auburn, California. So are you, where do you find yourself? Are you in the, is it Palm Springs? Yeah, I'm film in Palm festival Springs. Right I'm at their film festival right now, and I just got out of a movie called Four Things with Emma Stone and Mark Ruffalo, who yes. are actually in the theater now talking. Oh! Yeah. But I saw most of it, so I'm good. <laughs> So your story was so fun. Well, a little, little mixed, yeah. right? But definitely a memory. Uh, Tell us a little more. What year was it? It was 1968. Um, and what was it like dating someone in the Air Force while you were still in high school? It seemed like a very kind of mature situation, you know? Yeah. Well, you know, back in 68, the Vietnam War was still going on. He wasn't, my boyfriend wasn't drafted, but um, he joined the Air Force. And yeah, and he was two years older. So of course he was gone. And I couldn't go to the prom with anybody else, so he he made that work where I would go to the prom with his friend. Oh, yeah. Okay, so he arranged it. So yeah, it was a, a safe space. Definitely. <laughs> Do you remember what the style was for your prom, and what was the hair like, and what uh, was there a theme? I don't believe there was a theme. It, it was a very formal event. Um, it was in a place called the um, I think it was called the Huntington town center or something like that and it was uh, like every tuxedos formal long gowns on all the women and I had really short hair at the time but falls were in so it was a hair piece that you put on kind of the back of your head and um, the hairdresser had done it all in curls and it was quite beautiful but yeah that was the style then <laughs> I wouldn't actually have known that you had very short hair yeah she did a good job she did a good job so I'm old enough to remember life before GPS I remember getting lost as a driver uh, um tell me about that drive home from the salon oh uh, I was very lost it was in the part of Long Island that I had never driven to on my own so coming home I was trying to find the right uh, highway and I, I was sort of going around in circles. I had no map and there was no GPS. And, you know, so sooner or later, I just hit on the highway I was looking for. But it took a while. And like I said in the uh, in the story that I was walking in the back door while my date walked in the front in his tuxedo. <laughs> I mean, I know. And you were already probably very stressed out before you even uh, saw your mom very and your stressed aunt. Out. Was it your mom and your grandmother? Was it your grandmother? It was, that was my mom and my grandmother. And my grandmother, um, or my mom, worked. And this was yeah. far too early for her to be home. So when I walked in, I truly did think somebody died because they were both crying. I mean, did you ever get the story from your grandma? Like, what happened to that poor dress? Well, you know, this dress had... Um, an, an overlay of, uh, you know, that see-through, what is that material called? Um, anyway, it was a see-through material, nylon-y, and very, very delicate. And so when she ironed, you know, her iron was just too hot for it and immediately burnt that hole. And the hole was gigantic, <laughs> even though they called it a little hole. Mm, the poor thing. How did they come up with the Aunt Grace plan? Like, whose who's idea was reimagining your mom's gown? Yeah, well, the two of them, I guess after my mom got home and she was conferring with Grandma, the two of them called Aunt Grace, who only lived a few blocks away. And um, they had her almost hidden in the living room. I didn't know she was there when I first walked in because the entrance to the room was into the kitchen. And then all of a sudden, they called her in. 
I mean, were you able to dance in your mom's shoes? I mean, it's really clever to just stuff. I used to play around with my mom's shoes and stuff, to, you know, like my, yes. when I wanted to, when I was a little girl playing in high heels, but there's no way I would make it all night I <laughs> in a situation I, like that. I think, How did that work out for you? I think the shoes were probably only a half the size too big. So they weren't so big that, you know, it was a problem. Oh, so stuffing you. them that the tissues was the perfect amount. Well, maybe it worked out better. You probably <laughs> yeah, that, that could very well be. <laughs> so you went to dinner with your friend yes. before, uh-huh. and then was it at the venue? Did you guys actually? We like, went what was to, the night like? How did it unfold? We went to a restaurant first um, and had dinner there, which was kind of ridiculous because they served dinner as part part of the prom as well. Mm-hmm. So we had dinner, and then we went to the prom and basically didn't eat dinner, except maybe dessert. And, uh, you know, they had a great band, and I can't remember who it was, but um, they were actually a fairly popular radio band. And, um, yeah, we did kind of dance the night away, and it was fun. Well, what happened with Bob? How did, <laughs> did you guys have a future? Bob and I um, broke up not that long after the prom. He went on to a different life than I did. And it's funny because I'm sure that we were already broken up before midsummer and the prom was in June. Well, mm-hmm. young love, but you know, that's, a- that's okay. We, we had a great time while it lasted. <laughs> and who told your sister about the dress? I think my mom did. And I felt terrible about it because my sister loved the dress. I mean, so much so that I went to the trouble of having it taken up in a way that it could be taken down after I was done using it. Yeah. I feel a little sorry for your sister. I know. Like, <laughs> this poor thing. <gasps> oh. Her favorite dress. And, oh, um, at, least it, at least it was grandma's fault and not yours. Yeah. True. Right? Very true. Oh, how did you get started with StoryWorth? Tell me. Oh, my son gave me StoryWorth uh, for Christmas two years ago. And, you know, I spent the first year writing my stories. And then the following Christmas, I gave him the book. And then this Christmas, I ordered a couple more books for my older grandchildren. And I just loved it. I mean, as I was doing it, it would make me think about things I hadn't thought about in so long I loved it. I loved answering questions. It was fabulous. I'm so glad you had a good experience, and I'm glad that your grandchildren get to learn all about your high school prom and all the things that they're going to soon relate to. Right. And, um, yeah, hopefully that kind of brings you all kind of a different, like slightly different angle on your relationship. Yes. And um, thanks for spending some time with us. And, My pleasure. Um, Yeah, enjoy the film festival. Thanks for joining us today. If you want to get started writing your life stories and want to give the gift of StoryWorth to a loved one, head over to StoryWorth.com. We'll be back in two weeks with another fun story from one of our many talented writers. And in the meantime, if you want one of your stories to be considered for the podcast, head to StoryWorth.com slash podcast. StoryWorth is a production of Evergreen Podcasts, hosted by me, Krista Baum, and produced by Aaron Lan. We get production help from Wendy Sabroso, and our mix engineer is Zach Hurst.